This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 108. In today's episode, I'm talking about the power of being vulnerable. Most people run away from being vulnerable because they feel exposed, unprotected, scared, embarrassed, uncertain, or unsure. But what if learning to be vulnerable deepened your relationships and took your emotional power to the next level? Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. The Wife Wisdom Podcast is a real conversation designed to help you cultivate the heart of a wife. If you are single and desire to be married, if you are newly married and want to thrive as a wife, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little encouragement staying a wife, you are in the right place. If you are new to our podcast, woohoo! Welcome to the family. I am thrilled that you are here. And if you are already a part of my tribe and you don't already know, I love and appreciate you. Today's episode is going to be a little interesting because we are going to talk about being vulnerable. And being vulnerable makes people uncomfortable. People don't I don't want to, I hate generalizing, but a lot of people do not like being vulnerable because they feel completely exposed. They feel unprotected, scared of rejection, embarrassed, uncertain, unsure. They don't feel like it's not something that can bring validation. There are so many things that make people not like being vulnerable. So let's just talk about the definition of vulnerability. So the definition of vulnerability is susceptible to physical or emotional attack or harm. Hello, no wonder, no wonder people don't like to be vulnerable. So being vulnerable or vulnerability is a susceptibility to physical or emotional attack or harm. Makes so much sense. Why on earth would I ever want to be vulnerable if it's going to make me susceptible to physical or emotional attack or harm? (laughs) Duh, right? So I want to, Christy Little Jones on the Wife Wisdom Podcast wants to shift the traditional definition of being vulnerable because being vulnerable has truly been an emotional power that I have experienced in my own relationships. And I want to explain to you, I want to kind of take you down some of the things or share some of the things that I've done that has helped me to be more vulnerable. And it really has enhanced every aspect of my life in so many ways. So we're going to shift the traditional definition of being vulnerable today in today's episode. So because let's just talk about You know, people are afraid to be vulnerable. Why? We talked a little bit about it, mentioned it briefly about being exposed. So when you think of being vulnerable, in my own mind, I think of someone who is completely unprotected, unsheltered, right? It's completely exposed. They're vulnerable to the the weather, 
right? They're vulnerable to attack of, even if you think about animals and if they are vulnerable to predators, they are unprotected, they're exposed, they're able to be seen. There's a, there's a level of fear that's there. When we take that to relationships, there could be embarrassment. If you are being vulnerable to someone and you say to them, I love you, and now you're being vulnerable or you are scared of what rejection that they don't say it back or they say something because it's a challenge sometimes to say to be vulnerable. And when you aren't sure how the other person is going to respond. So because you're not sure how the other person is going to respond, you just decide not to be vulnerable. But what if you decided to be vulnerable without any expectation of a response. You were vulnerable because you were confident in what you felt. So let's talk a little bit about what does being vulnerable look like? Number one, being vulnerable looks like confidence. And I want you to think about what confidence looks like to you. People who are confident, like some of the people that I think of are, um, you know, Dennis Rodman right? Chicago Bulls, you know, had the, one of the first people to have the earring in his nose, the bright colored hair, thinking about, you know, even some of the, the actors and athletes that we see who are big on starting trends. You know, like I think of the artist Pharrell, he made these big humongous hats that were totally crazy and ridiculous to me, right? But then it was kind of like this trend. So you have to be vulnerable, right? But what the way it's expressed most simply and like when we break down the terms, being confident is being vulnerable. You know why? Because you are putting yourself out there to being judged. You're putting yourself out there to being criticized or ridiculed or laughed at or, you know, rejected. All of the things that we hate, all of the things that make us completely uncomfortable, they may make us completely shut down because who wants to be judged, criticized, ridiculed, laughed at, rejected? No one voluntarily wants to do that. But what is what exudes out of people who are vulnerable is a level of confidence. And when you think about breaking it down, when this week I had a, I did a live webinar with a panel of men and it, the, the discussion was around what do men really want in relationships? What do they really want in women, in, in a woman? What is it that they look for? And so they, it was, and you know, I've done a lot of work with men in the past over the last 17 years. And one of the things that I see that's really very consistent in men, it doesn't matter the age, if they've been, if they're single, married, divorced, if they're, you know, they're kind of their nationality, they really see vulnerability as confidence. And I, I've heard this from many different men that they love a confident woman. But when you think about it, when you see you're scrolling through Instagram or Facebook and you see a picture of a confident woman, or you watch a movie with a confident woman as the lead, aren't you drawn to them? 
you're really drawn to a confident woman. They're vulnerable, right? They're being vulnerable in their confidence because they are wearing either a fashion statement. They're wearing what they like. They go against the status quo. They are their own person and they are doing their own thing confidently because it's something that either it's part of their purpose, makes them feel good. You know, it, it's it's things that supports them being their very best self. And they don't care what other people think. And I think that we are attracted to that. We are attracted to that confidence of you not caring what other people think because you do not place any weight on other people's opinions of you. I'm going to let that sink in. When you don't place anyone else's opinions of you, you don't give them weight. You don't give them power, right? When you don't give somebody the power to carry an opinion, it literally frees you from the rejection. It frees you from the judgment or the critis the or the crit- ridicule or the criticism it frees you from that because you're not giving any weight to their opinion and if we could practice learning this skill of of walking in confidence in every area of our life it is going to change it is going to totally shift the way you see vulnerability because when you can truly walk into a a room and you could be wearing something that may not even have been appropriate to the the setting right let's just say it's a casual setting and you come in decked out or opposite way you know everyone is decked out and you come in casual when you come in confident people don't even see what you're wearing Right. Because being confident is an attitude. It's an atmosphere. It's an energy that people feel. So is vulnerability. So if but if you have had experience where you've been vulnerable and you've been shut down because of fear or because of rejection or criticism or ridicule or any of those things. Right. It's going to be more challenging for you to be vulnerable the next time. Because you've already been shut down. So now the fear is that, oh, I don't even want to do it because I'm going to be shut down again. But I want to encourage you in this moment that when you step out confidently and that you are and you feel judged or you feel criticized or ridiculed or any of those things that we don't like that make us not want to be vulnerable, that you just in that moment. I want you to ask yourself, am I giving my power away to this person? Am I giving my, the, the, in, the, the identity of who I am, the understanding of what I like, what I love, who I am and what I do, am I giving that power to someone else? Am I giving the, the power of their opinion? Am I giving more power to them than I am to what I know? And if you can continue to ask yourself that question in those moments, it's going to become easier because if you are consciously making decision to give other people power over you with their opinions, then that's another episode, right? So we need to walk confidently in who we are, what we know, 
what we love and what serves us. And so that moves me to the next point around clarity. So the power of being vulnerable, it's important to be clear about what you want, what you desire, what you need, what you like, what you love, what you don't. Okay, so let's take a relationship, for example. When you are in a relationship, and let's just say you are like, oh my gosh, I'm so in love with this person, but you're afraid to say it because you don't want to be vulnerable. Because if you say it and then they don't reciprocate it, then you're embarrassed. You may be feeling like, I knew I shouldn't have said it, or you may not be sure of where they are in the relationship, right? So you don't want to say it if they don't feel the same way. Why? I want to ask you why. Why not share what you, how you feel with, you know, the possibility of them not feeling the same way because just because you feel that way, just knowing that you are confident that, you know what, I love you and feel 100% confident about the fact that you love this person and them loving you back has no bearing whatsoever on you loving them. Right. Because if being vulnerable, if you can say, you know what, I love you. It doesn't matter if they love you or not, if they love you back or not, or if they say it. Right. Because it should not change your own opinion, your own clarity, your own confidence, your own knowing about you loving them. So the expression of you loving them, the expression of you being vulnerable and letting them know that you love them has no bearing on them saying it back or reciprocating it. And that is what I want to to bring the shift. That's that's how I want to bring the shift in this, this space of being vulnerable. Being vulnerable has nothing to do with the other person. It has everything to do with you. And so if you are clear about what makes you you, what makes you thrive? What brings you joy? What, you know, if you can be 100% confident and clear in your own opinion about whatever it is, you then can express it in a way that doesn't need validation, doesn't need credibility, doesn't need any of that because it doesn't matter because what matters is how, what, how you feel about you. So then that moves me to number three, which is commitment. And so commitment is being committed to to honoring your truth. Being committed to honoring your own truth about whatever it is and, and not needing approval, validation, affirmation. Um, you need the whole... Um, you know, needing everybody in to kind of, you know, what do they call that? They call that the, um, the amen corner, right? You don't need the amen, amen corner to approve your opinion about something. No, you don't. If you have an opinion about something, be confident in that opinion. And unfortunately we live in a society and let me tell you, this is, um, huge shift for me, ladies and gentlemen, because I grew up a people pleaser and I didn't have an opinion. I actually took my opinion from other people's opinions that 
that I valued more than my own. And so to get to a place where I'm no longer a people pleaser, where I've really learned how to confidently walk in what I believe and what I and and don't need other people to validate it or don't need other people's opinions to even align with it. Right. Because if I love you and I say that I love you, I don't. And other ones like, well, why are you going to say that to them? You don't really know them. Well, excuse me. (laughs) I don't necessarily need to right? Because I love their heart. I love their heart for even, so even let's say I say to my tribe all the time, I love you, miss you guys. And people are like, well, how do you love them? You don't know them. I was like, well, they listen to me. They follow me. They DM me. They, um, they, I'm able to email them and they email, email me back. And so there is a relationship there because I may not have met them in person physically and grown up with them or had lunch with them. Doesn't mean that I don't love them. And so I don't need someone else's opinion of what I think is awesome, amazing, love, any of that. I don't need somebody else's opinion of what that looks like to, I don't need to give weight to that person the way that I used to growing up. Because honestly, it was a major, it was exhausting actually. It was an exhausting aspect of my life to be a people pleaser, to want to try to um, anticipate what other people wanted, what other people didn't want, how they wanted me to show up, how they didn't want me to show up. It was exhausting. And when I turned 30, I, I had gotten so exhausted where I just didn't even care anymore. And I was like, oh yeah, no, I, I can't do this for you. I can't live my life for you anymore. And that was the start of the journey. And now 20 years later, I can say that it has been so worth the soul work. It's so worth the soul work and the the self accountability to really start discovering what it is that you truly love. What is it that you that truly expresses you fully? I remember um, that. I'm a very happy, animated person. If you haven't been able to tell already, (laughs) I am. And you know what? I used to, um, I used to dull that aspect of my, of who my, who my character, I used to dull it. I used to, you know, be embarrassed of it. I am a total crier. 100%. Everybody who knows me personally, intimately knows that they carry tissues for me because I'm a crier. And it's not, I'm a crier because I have a very empathetic heart. So I can watch something like I, 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 I caught myself the other day. I was watching Family Feud. My family loves game shows. And so I was watching Family Feud and this, you know, there was a family on there and they were on their fourth uh, fourth show, the fifth, or this is their fifth show. They could have won a car. And this story is like, they needed a car. You know, the dad lost the job and it was like, you know, a rags to riches kind of story. And so of course I'm rooting for this family and they were down. And this one last question, you know, triple points, if they won it, they won the car and they needed the car because they had lost one, whatever the story was. And so they actually won the they won the um the question they won the car 
They won fast money. It was like $60,000 into their family over the course of five days. And now your girl was clapping like I knew them, crying, not bawling, but you know, tears, because I was so happy for them. So happy for them. Now, if my family kind of knows just who I am, because (laughs) there's just Christy, right? So they're like, mom, are you crying? Yeah, I am. Yeah, because I can't imagine what that family felt like or feels like not having a car, having to go back to work on the bus, you know, like, and then now they've just gotten $60,000 and a brand new car, an awesome new lease on life. And I was very moved by it. There, I cannot begin to tell you how uncomfortable the expression of empathy and joy and just who God's created me to be, how uncomfortable it has made so many people in my life. Because I'm watching TV or a commercial or a game show or whatever, and I'm crying, blowing my nose in my own space, right? And then other people are rubbing my back or are you okay or trying to make fun of me or any of those different things because my vulnerability is making them uncomfortable. Hear me. Your, un- your vulnerability can make people uncomfortable only if you're not confident about it. But as soon as you, as you step into a place of confidence around your vulnerability, it no longer affects you the same way. So being comfortable, being confident, I should say, being confident, having clarity around those things that you want to be confident around and being committed to them is paramount. And it gives you ultimate power and, and even just emotional power in your relationships to being and remaining and staying vulnerable. And then lastly, compassion. When you see someone who's vulnerable, when you have experienced someone who's vulnerable, it is so loving It is so caring. It is so beautiful when you create a place for someone who you know is having a hard time being vulnerable. When they're being vulnerable and you are there, you are present, you are supportive, you are listening, you are championing them, you are a champion for them in their time of vulnerability, what is it going to do? It's going to encourage them to continue to be vulnerable the next time, right? So when you are a, when you stand confidently in what makes you vulnerable without apology, without making excuses, without dimming your shine around it, it truly gives other people permission to do the same and encourages them to do the same. It is scary for many people to be vulnerable because they don't know how people are going to respond. They don't know how people are going to act. They don't know how, what people are going to say. And some of, sometimes they say, people say things that are hurtful and harmful to your heart. But I want you to remember that you 
possess all of the power around you, around who you are, how you show up, what you think, what you say, how you respond. All of that is in your power. All of that is in your ability to choose, your ability to decide. And so if you are afraid to be vulnerable, I want you to think about who you are giving the power to and why. Think about that. Why are you giving society, your boss, your spouse, your children, you know, neighbor, whoever, or your, your parents, that's a big one, right? Why are you giving them the power over their, giving their opinion, the power, the power over your own for how you want to show up? I cannot, I, I, I can't begin to tell you how many years I tried to prevent myself from crying with empathy for people and their lives. I would try to pinch my leg, bite my lip, do everything to stop the tear ducts. Everything from, you know, probably middle school. And I could never stop. I'm just created to be a very empathetic person. And you know what? Once I started to embrace that, when I turned 30, I was like, I wasn't apologizing for it anymore. I wasn't trying to hide it anymore. I let, yup, the tears run. I don't care. <laughs> I like, I have my tissues. I blow my nose. Yep. And then people laugh. They still do. They laugh and joke. And people who are like in my inner circle kind of know, please don't rub my back. I don't like that. Like, let me just have my space. Right. So even with my kids, I had to tell them when they would, you know, when they were kind of younger, they would look at me and, you know, and I think they were just kind of learning like what's going on and is this okay to do? And so I had to explain it to them, but I'd say, you know, mommy's okay. I'm good. Thank you. Like, you don't have to, don't give me a tissue and please just don't rub my back. Like that is the worst. Like it just feels patronizing. So, um, because I think I grew up with a lot of that, like, oh, it's going to be okay. Like don't invalidate the, the power of my vulnerability please. Right. So the power of your vulnerability shows up confidently. It shows up with clarity. It shows up with commitment and it shows up with compassion, not only compassion for those who are being vulnerable and you know, they're in the beginning of their journey, but it shows up compassionately for yourself as well. You don't make excuses for your vulnerability. You don't apologize you don't shrink back from it. You stand boldly in your vulnerability because it is a power that will transfer to every single person in your sphere of influence. When you are vulnerable and transparent and you are confident in it, guess what? It is going to encourage without words. It's going to be an energy, a power, a, an emotion that will transfer to them, encouraging them to do the same because the, the, the greatest prison is the one that we create for ourselves. The prison that we create for ourselves that says we're not, we can't show up authentically or we can't show up in a space of this is who I am. And so I think about even 
um, some of my friends who are um, homosexual or bisexual and, you know, and they've had to come out of the closet. What a journey, right? Can you imagine that you have this identity within yourself and that you can't fully express to the world because you are afraid to be vulnerable because of fear, your life, your like all of these different things. It's, it is a prison. And so I want to encourage you, if you are listening to the sound of my voice, to unlock the prison and be brave, be courageous enough to step into a place of vulnerability. And if you can start out with sharing it with someone that you trust the most, sharing a very vulnerable aspect of who you are and who you identify yourself to be with that person. Try it. Do it. Do not stop shrinking back from who God created you to be. Show up confidently with clarity, with commitment and compassion for yourself. And I promise you that your relationships and every aspect of your life will change when you can start seeing vulnerability and being vulnerable as a as a superpower. Really, as you if you can start seeing it as a superpower, it's going to change the game in so many ways. And so I want to hear from you if you have Listen to this episode and you have decided to do something that you haven't done before. Share something out of vulnerability. I want to hear how that was for you. So please DM me on Instagram at wife.wisdom. Shoot me a, an email at hello at mrschristyjones.com. But either way, just let me know. Let me hear it because I would love to celebrate you to cheer for you, to just applaud you and your efforts to doing something really brave and courageous that's going to change your life. Love you so much. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I hope that it was encouraging, inspiring, supportive, or just maybe it made you feel like you were not alone. And so thank you for joining me. If we are not connected yet, I would love to connect with you over on social media on Instagram at wife.wisdom and we can connect there. Please DM me how the Wife Wisdom podcast has encouraged you, how it has supported you, how it has been brought up aha moments for you. I read and value and cherish all of the testimonies that I receive from you. So please, please, please keep them coming. And if you have not already rated our podcast on iTunes, please do so. You would just go to iTunes. You could go down to the very first episode where it will say, write a review. And so by writing a review, it helps other women who are looking for the Wife Wisdom podcast to find it. And so please rate and review our podcast and it helps other people to find uh, our, our different episodes. So again, thank you so much for not only joining, but continuing to share this with your family, your friends, your sister circle. I so appreciate you and value your consistent listenership. So have an amazing week and I look forward to connecting with you next week.
The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.